You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you, you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. Worldwide Sports Radio presents the, 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 the home stretch. All right, let's hit the field with, with, with Tyler and friends. Hello, welcome to the home stretch. I am your host, Tyler Harrison, Jr. and Speedy. I'm sorry if either one of you lost hearing during that. You sounded uh, just like Chris Mad Dog Rusog. And good afternoon, everybody! You know, right. that kind of a guy. You sounded Thank just you. like him. That sounded good. I liked it. I didn't get affected at all. I liked it. Thank you. I guess you are uh, making up for lost time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, along with Jr., uh, we also have Speedy slash PD slash Co slash host slash pro slash deucer slash playhouse convosaur slash connoisseur, right? Well, um, that's a lot of slashes. A lot of slashes. Yeah, I know. I, I try every day to I, switch them up. I might as well get slot. a sword at this rate. Ah. Uh, yes. Dude, where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That is a good that one. That one you get. Yes, I do. Yeah, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, where's my car? Um, all the good ones I've wasted, but that's that was one. a that was that was a funny one. You're the type of kid that laughs when another guy hits him some somebody in the head, isn't? Aren't you? No, I, I laugh because it's funny. Mm. You know, I genuinely thought that was a funny joke. No, you know, thank you. You yeah. know what's a funny joke? I don't don't even say it. You don't have to, you don't have to say it. You don't have to say it. Say what? That you know, if it's a funny, what's a funny joke? Because I know what the next thing that's gonna come out of your mouth is gonna be probably funny. I'm confused. I know. What did I just? <laughs> the next thing that comes out of your mouth is probably gonna be like, you know, derogatory, maybe. At you? Yeah. Actually, you know what? This is this is where I'm actually proud of myself. It really had nothing to do with you at all. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. If you want it to be, I can change it. No, nah, no, nah, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna change it. No. I'm not gonna have you change it. <laughs> you want to try that again, Tyler? Come on, this is all in, all in fun, all in jokes. No, I know, I know. I'm saying, do this you want to jokes. try it again? What do you mean, try it again? Like, oh, work. like start start fresh? Yes. Sure. All right. So Let's say start. it again. What did you have to say? Speedy, help me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to help you. I, I wouldn't know how to answer that either. Uh, why don't you re-say the line of? Dude, where's my car? No. Um, I'll say, you know what else is funny? And just... You Ju- know what else is funny? Uh, junior and Hardy's? No. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. Literally just say, you know what else is funny? You know what else is funny? I do know what else is funny. You know what else is funny? What? The fact that the NBA just cannot seem to get anything right. Ah, there we go. That's a good segue. Thank you. Uh, it would have been smoother if you just helped me out the first time. But uh-huh. it's all right. I'm used to Mike Guido doing that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be smooth. I'll be smooth. Ne- I'll be smooth next yeah, time. Yeah, smooth as a rock. Sm- anyway. No, smooth as, a, so, smooth as a drool. At this rate, you're going to get your three common shots out of the way in five minutes. I don't take a shot. Anymore. I'm as smooth as a sea cucumber. They're, they're not smooth, buddy. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, they are. I grew up on docks. They are not smooth. Cucumbers aren't smooth. No, not like, sea cucumbers. No, they're, they're, um, green cucumbers. That's I meant to say green cucumbers, green ones, green cucumbers from the fridge that you get at, that you get at Stop and Shop in the yeah, produce right, well, section. You, you, you like you like cucumbers? Yes. 
Yeah? I, I like to eat them. What size cucumber do you take home? This this big. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, that big, yeah. Uh, all right. They're good. I'm sure they are. I wouldn't know. I actually, but that's I what actually, you like. That's what you like. I actually feed them to my dog, Dasher. Oh, that's so, And sick. he loves them. So That is sick. I actually, apparently, I like dog food, too. Dogs food. Because if a dog could eat it, then a human could eat it. Do you do, do you dress your dog up like a reindeer for Christmas? Yeah, we different. We have different outfits for the dog. <laughs> you know, dur- during the during the holidays. Speedy, 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 Speedy strikes again. Oh, Speedy, you're a bad man. I don't. I dress him. Oh yeah, he, I do dress him as a reindeer because his name is Dasher. You know, so. He's oh, fun. you just got that. Yeah. You know Dasher and Dancer, Comet and Cupid, and Blitzen, you know, the whole song, song and dance. Yeah, I know, I know, I, I know where you got That's it from. Where the joke I knew where you, from. I knew where it came, I knew where the joke came from. Yeah. Uh. So, for the five of you, hello, that watch this show on an annual basis. Well, maybe, anyway. Maybe hopefully, it's more. You know, we got to get more followers and more viewers. Uh, That's I'm, the goal. I'm, I'm exaggerating. It's not five, it's like. I don't know. It depends on how many times we pump this out. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Some nights we kill it. I'll be honest. Some nights we we had three qual- kill four callers the other day. That's on Tuesday. That was pretty right. Good. That's because I pissed off half the planet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mr. Snow. By the way, Snowman in the morning, which you can watch tomorrow morning. I think Errol Marks will be on it. But anyway, we could ask Errol that when he oh, gets God. in. If you think I went off on him, Errol's gonna have a conniption if he heard what he said. <laughs> No, heroin. No, not that. <laughs> Elle's fine. Elle's temper is really not as bad as people think. Yeah, mm-hmm. it depends on the topic. That might be one of them. I'll piss him off. I know. I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying that. But you know what? That I think hot he enjoys take, it. That hot take that he had would definitely piss him off. What, the LeBron's mediocre? Yes. I. Uh, I. I don't agree with the word mediocre, but he's definitely overrated. Yeah, yeah. there's a difference between. Oh, by yeah. the way, overrated wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I forgot to announce this. So, I know that on the internet now, there's this giant pyramid going around of like the greatest like of all time, and they're broken down into tiers. Yep. Oh, you wait till I do it. Oh, just wait. Oh God. I'm excited. Oh, here it comes. Baker Mayfield's going to be on the top. Oh, Somehow, well, someway. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm in basketball. Oh, for This basketball. is basketball, oh, not football, yeah, Speedy. I mean, yeah, stay with it. However, uh, thank you, because in about 15 minutes, we are going to get into my quarterback tier. Well, that's what I've seen them for more, though, is for no, football. No, I saw NBA okay. grades. All right, I, I've seen most of them for football. They There's have... one idiot that put LeBron with Michael Jordan. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, Michael Jordan deserves his own. Right, that's what I'm saying. His own ca- his own space. Uh, that, that, argument, top. that argument is put to rest. Right. I'm sorry. He deserves the top. For the top. For, for, the only way... The only way LeBron James can top Jordan is if he wins one in L.A., and I said that when he went to the Lakers. I think he may need more than one, too. Nah, if unless, he unless, again, they beat, nah, if he, I unless think he, he beats the Warriors in several playoff series as currently constructed, or even if just one leaves, maybe, but I think he might need to win more than one. No, nah, I think he, all he needs that. is one with the Lakers, and I'll tell you why. Because he's already won, a, he's already won a championships with the Heat. He's won one, uh, a championships whoa, with, whoa, the, whoa, with whoa. the Cavs. That heat, that and heat, now that, if he that, wins that championships with the Lakers... Him. That'll solidify his legacy and, and put him over him. the hump. I would, but that would, he would never 
surpass Jordan, in my opinion. No, I, again, I think the only way he would is if he were to win two titles because Tyler is right to the extent where the Heat part of his legacy has a downside, which was the one he lost. Right, think, right. Mm-hmm. right. I think one, because of that, one, I mean, the, the Warriors' comeback one, I guess, kind of cancels that out, but at that point, you're, you're dealing with kind of two then. Okay, so, so one of the Heat one, one of the Heat titles I think, to me, those kind of two, those two things kind of cancel out in a way, and then at that point, you have two titles. So you're dealing with, all right, you're dealing with, you're going to But Jordan better, has six. Right. You're going to say he's better with, with that. I think two in L.A. And again, getting through the Warriors probably in some of those instances will boost that further. I don't think one will, on his own will do it. Right. Yeah. I, I have to be honest. Yep. There's actually a lot to talk about today. There's a lot. Um... This fat five thing, I'm not touching though. But real quick, I do want to kind of get into this because I think that it's kind of clear that they screwed up. Oh, by the by the way, NFL, how could you leave New York City out of the draft for the next five years? Because they host it all the time. I don't blame them for that. I I do, I do. There's a reason we host it all the time. We're the mecca, and we are. We have two franchises. Right, but they're we have trying, three franchises. Right, but they're trying to branch out. If their goal is mm-hmm. expansion, they're trying mm-hmm. to get other fan bases involved. I don't blame mm-hmm. them for trying to do it. Mm-hmm. So anyway. I, I I could care less really if they have a reason for doing it or not. The draft should be here, but um yeah. So the NBA came out with these all teams right, and I am pulling them up right now. Yeah, I, I agree. New York is, New I, York is the Acropolis of everything. So you got it. The what? The Acropolis. Oh, it's the Acropolis. It's the Listen, it's the mecca, we, like you just said. Thank you know. You. Thank you. No, I agree with that. No, because because I'm always right. If you, I, and that's what I believe. That's what I believe. What? That I'm always right. No, well, I believe. No, I, no, I believe in New York. No, I believe New York is the mecca. That's oh, what I believe. Good. Right. Yes. Right. Just listen to me, and you'll be all right. That's my. No, advice. I'm gonna have my own opinions, but I'll I'll agree well, with right. you sometimes. Well, most of the time, if you want to be right, you'll agree with me. So here we go. <laughs> um, they announced all three teams. First of all, let's cut the crap. There is no more center in the league. It's forwards and guards. That's all we have. And I'm really not going to hold the NBA to that. Um, my third team's a little screwed up. I think that for the most part, this is pretty spot on. Uh, so the first team is Giannis, Harden, Curry, Paul George, and Jokic. Okay. Uh, the second team is Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, and Kyrie Irving. I have a huge problem with that. The third team is Westbrook, Blake Griffin, LeBron James, and I paused for a reason, Rudy Gobert and Kemba Walker. I understand that these guys, uh, Kemba Walker deserves it. Blake Griffin, eh, LeBron James shouldn't be on any team. He missed a third of the season. Gobert should not be on this list. And then 2-1, and one, I think, have some players screwed up. So what my t- I broke them down into my own things. Um... The first NBA guards, I, I agree with Steph Curry. Again, I don't think that's point valid at all. And actually, if you think his numbers are inflated by the team he plays for, go to the um, the per 36 minutes, his numbers all go up. Which basically means if he played more minutes a game, his stats would be better than they are now. So, to me, that's absolutely a huge factor in his decision. Um and do not say that applies to all players because you'd be lying. It actually hurts more players than helps. Uh, that's why Damian Lillard, to me, is the second guard on the first team, not James Harden. Sorry. Damian Lillard has less help, does more, and oh, by the way, he plays better defense. 
yes. which isn't saying much, but <laughs> it, it, it's a factor, and so be it. Right. Plus, he led the team to the Western Conference Finals, and Houston didn't. And now you're hearing James Harden and Chris Paul aren't going to get along. Why is that? Chris Paul plays two ways, and James Harden doesn't. Chris Paul's way of winning basketball should have got him to the finals. It didn't because he played with two guys of the same trick, and the Clippers never built successfully around him, and James Harden is literally what he is. Well, I think they had good depth for some of the teams, but the they were just bad in the playoffs. The Clippers? Yeah. Well, Chris Paul got hurt sometimes Chris in the Paul, playoffs. Chris Paul got Outside hurt. Outside J.J. Right. Redick, they had no perimeter shot. No, I know that, but I think there were years. Well, no, they had Jamal Crawford, too, on those teams, too. Yeah. He's a very good three-point shooter. He is, but he plays 20 minutes a game. No, I know. I'm just saying that they still had, in some years, like towards the end more, like the 14, 15, 15, 16, those seasons, they had better depth because they were spending more money. But before that, yeah. On players, right? Well, when is the year that they brought in? um, When you say spending more money, you mean like more on on payroll. What's the year they – Yeah. Did they go to the conference finals? No. They never did. They were very close in That's the 14-15 right? season. No, that was the year they blew that like 28-point lead to the Rockets in Game 5 when they were up 3-1, to one, and then they blew that series after that. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was the closest they came. And that was the that was the same year that you also beat that Spurs in beat the Spurs in that wild game seven. That was the year before that where Chris Paul hit that little floater right. to win it. Over Duncan. Yep. Right. Uh, so I, that's why I have Curry and Damian Lillard over James Harden. Um, my first NBA team forwards, uh, the Greek freak is unanimous, right? Like you can't argue against right. him. If you do, then I don't know what you're watching. He is the Milwaukee Bucks. My centered, my centered, wow. My <laughs> center is actually Joel Embiid. The guy's the best center in basketball when he's on the floor. I'm sorry. He's dominant. That's probably the problem, though, when he's on the floor. Is well, sure. Because right. he he's, he's so prone to injuries. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The NBA so. doesn't care about that stuff because LeBron James is on the third team. And Embiid played more games than LeBron did. Yeah, but Embiid's on the second team. So you're dealing with – you're not necessarily downgrading. I, I don't think that they penalize him for missing games. I think they think Jokic is better, and I don't think he is. Agreed when mm, but Embiid's on the – I don't know. I think he had a better season. When Embiid's on the court, you know, he he's, he's, well, he had a he's very season, good, but, but – you know, when he's not on the court, it's a, it's tough for the team to, to swallow because he's such well, a, that's a big Ben presence. Simmons can't shoot. He's, you have a better shot than Ben Simmons. I do. Uh, yeah, I, you prob- do. I probably do. You probably yeah, do. I probably do. You probably don't, but let's uh, roll not, with it. No, I probably do, but let's roll with it. Yes. And um, <laughs> so my other forward is Kawhi Leonard. Uh, his defense alone puts him on this team over anyone else. Yep. Paul George, I get the story here. You'll see why in a second Paul George isn't on my first team. I, I just think these five guys are the best at their positions. I think Curry I think, and Lillard are the best two guards in basketball. I don't think it's close. I think Kawhi and Greek yeah. Freak are the best forwards in basketball. I don't think it's close. Kevin Durant has kind of forfeited the right to be the best player in basketball when he went to Golden State. doesn't mean that he's not. I just think that if we're looking at two guys that lead their team, you are going to – Surpass the guy that plays with a team that supports each other. This is how it works. So that's my first team. My second team, Kyrie Irving and uh, James Harden. James Harden is dominant one way. I'm not arguing that. He is a very dynamic threat. Again, he travels a ton. Again, he doesn't play defense. And to be honest with you, he's very inefficient. But he does give the Rockets points and he does give them a life and energy that is 
very hard to do. And when Chris Paul got hurt, he really just took the team on his back. So for that, I give him credit. My second team forwards, Kevin Durant, best player in basketball skill-wise. Uh, outside of Steph Curry, that's not even a debate to me anymore. He is just that damn impressive. Uh, his defense isn't great, but it's good. And to be honest with you, there's nothing the man cannot do. Uh, he is a little bit of a ball stopper, but when you can drop 30 a night and you could dribble five times, that's impressive. Paul George, and here we go. And this is gonna this is gonna sound kind of ironic. Paul George had the best season of his career, right? Played out of his mind. Had a very, very good season. Is a finalist for the MVP award. Take it how you want. Whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, that's a fact. He's a finalist for the MVP award. Could he win it? I think he deserves it over the other guy. But I agree. I, I think Greek Freak should win the award. Yeah. But if I have to pull the two, uh, it's yeah. Greek Freak one, George two, and then Harden third. Yeah, I would say so. Paul George has also got this clutch gene in him. Yes, but yes, he does. But I, I'm going to say why he's not on the first team in a minute. Let me get to it. And then Nikola Jokic, because he is an emerging center. He's fantastic. He is the Denver Nuggets. Fantastic. I just think Joel Embiid is slightly better than you are. I don't know. With those passing numbers for a big guy, I think you have to give it to him. But is he that much? Joel Embiid is literally that dominant in the other two. He's a better rebounder. He's a bet. They're equal. No, he's a better defender. Joel Embiid's a better defender. Okay, fine. And he, he's he's a better offensive player. Again, this is like the Kobe LeBron thing to me. If you're dominant at the other two, I don't care how well you can pass. I'm sorry, especially on a team that's really got guys that have good ball movement. Right, but the, I mean, they're not a bad ball moving for team. that for that kind of position, having that kind of rarity play as well as he did assist wise and not even just that, just looking visually at the the kinds of passes he made, they, it was it's so Fantastic. impressive for somebody his size. I'm not disrespecting that, the man. He's second. He's the second center. Right. I, I'm not I think, saying he's tenth. I think that makes a big difference when you're looking at the tiebreakers of their skill sets, though. But I don't think it should be a tiebreaker is my whole point to you. The problem is Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid can't play well together, so Joel Embiid, to me, is only scratching the surface. So you don't, think, do. you don't think that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid could play no. co- cohesively together? Nope. On the same team? Nope. Because if Ben Simmons' strength is facilitation and everything, I get that. He has no shot at all, and this is what I've been saying for, about Lonzo for a long time. And this is why I said Lebr- LeBron and Lonzo wouldn't play well together, and they don't. They are two similar players. They have to make the right play, not the best play. The best play is to take the ball. Now, LeBron's a better finisher than the hole than Lonzo and finish, is. right. So Lonzo has the ability at times, depending on who the guard or center is guarding him, to get to the rim. He can't finish at the rim. He cannot do it. Who can't? Lonzo. Oh, Le- LeBron no, can't. Right. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron could. Yeah, LeBron's not the-, the better player. I'm not. That's not an argument. It's not a debate. I'm saying they're similar in skill set. So you're taking away, you're basically saying we're running the floor with four guys. Lonzo's not a great defender where it's like Patrick Beverly and Bledsoe where the fact that their skill set doesn't help you doesn't matter. Right. Lonzo's defense is mediocre. And Lonzo against guys bigger and faster than him, right. he lets, he's basically a turnstile. 
It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, Lonzo, he's not really known for his defense anyway. He, he was in college. He, he was a good defender in college, but well, I he's get, right. Once yeah, the game right, got right. faster once quicker, it got, well, he was supposed to be known Once his game physic- went to the professional, it's, yeah, went to the well, NBA, it's, because it was a different ball he game. He was supposed to be known as a taller, more physical guard. He could rebound a little because he's six foot seven or whatever he is. Like... Defense was a big strength for him in college, yeah, but, but yeah, he hasn't you, adjusted. You got to also think that in college they play defense more, more, more tight on you than in the in, in the NBA. So he, he, the fact right, that he, but the athletes are better in the NBA, though. Right, the college systems maybe college systems the the defense the because, defense again, is a little bit there's a lot you know, more stickler. There's not it's not that it's the fact that the college kids are less lazy on defense than you see a lot of NBA players. Right, like the NBA right, players exactly. will take possessions off and stuff like that. Take time. You don't the clock. see that as right. much in college, but the overall athletes in the NBA are still by far greater. There's in, a reason you get there. in college, yeah. No, in, in the NBA. I mean, in the, in the, right in the NBA right. because you, you, it's a professional you're getting you're, right. You're getting to that level, you know, from college. Right. Yeah, so all I know is I'm not disrespecting why I'm saying he's not the best in our bat. He's second. If he learns how to dominate at the rim on offense or defense, then fine. But he, this is where everything goes. So the whole third team to me is basically wrong. Um, I'll show you why in a second. So Russell Westbrook is why I agree that this team is somewhat right. He averages a triple-double, and don't be fooled. He's still the heartbeat of Oklahoma City. He, even if he's not their best player, he's still their heartbeat. Um, and Kemba Walker absolutely deserves the award, too. He absolutely does. And Kemba Walker deserves that. He deserves a max contract, and Charlotte has to give it to him. Or some team has to give it to him. Um, the next three spots, though, are all wrong. Uh, ben, Blake Griffin had a good year on a team that played very bad most of the year. Yeah. Uh, average at best. Again, I don't know if it's a coach. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> that's fine. Uh, LeBron James, I'm sorry you missed a third of the year. Whether you sat on purpose or, you know, you're growing, whatever it was, I don't care. And to be honest with you, Anthony Davis should get the award, the nod over you anyway. He played more games. You think that should be over LeBron or over Griffin, though? Both. Both. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if you're well, no, the play, whole, I, one I player's not going to replace two. No, I'm replacing all three. Oh, okay. And Rudy Gobert, you're a dominant on one side of the floor. I'll give you credit for that, but I, it's not like Andre Iguodala is going to be on this list. So why, you know, when you're, when you're a great defensive player, you need to do something on offense. Now, I know that sounds contradictory, but I'm not – I would take you on my team as a center. I'm not arguing that point. But if we're taking the best you gotta be 15 able, guys, they should be the best 15 guys who can do something on both ends of the floor. Right. You gotta he be provides able, nothing on offense. you got to be able to play multiple positions is what you're saying. No, right? just no, do multiple you need to, things. You need to be able to do more of a two-way game as a whole. I don't care if you can only dunk. At least do that. He can't dunk. So you don't mean play multiple positions. You just mean right. play a, a, a two-way, a two-way multiple streak. Multiple skill sets. Multiple skill set at the same position. No, yeah, sure. Yeah. So you're a point guard who could pass and shoot. You're right. a shooting guard. Well, who no, could... no, no, no. If you're a point guard that can pass, you don't need to learn how to shoot. You need to play defense. Like Patrick Beverly to me right. is great. Um, who's another guy? Bledsoe, so I think. Is offense fantastic. and defense, respectively. Right. You don't have to be Damian Lillard, but at least be Patrick Beverly then. Right. Uh, but. Right, that, right. That's like Kyle Lowry to me. It, the, the fact that he's considered the second best player on a team is kind of a joke. Oh, that's a nice shot there from the corner. Brogdon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was that? Brogdon. Oh. Yep. 
Just imagine if they would have kept my boy Jabari Parker. My oh, God. man, yep. let me yep. tell you. If they would have kept Jabari Parker, that, that, that team would have been even better. I love Jabari Parker. Yeah. And the Wizards got him for nothing. It's going to be nothing. a good – this is game five, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should be good. Uh, I think this game will be over by halftime. But anyway, uh, here's the Be- next three guys. <clears throat> Remind you, I really don't care what the NBA says because Steph Curry basically said to the league, one, two, three, four, and fives don't exist anymore. You're either a one or you're a five is essentially it. So here's my forwards. Bradley Beal, Draymond Green, and Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Your boy has returned. The snowman is on. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Snow. Hello. What's going on? What's going on, Mr. Snow? If I can speak freely, I'm a little pissed off. At me? No, no, no. Not at uh, you. Not at any of you guys. Oh, I was going to say, I, I haven't done it yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> yet being the, as my wife would say, yet being the operative void. Yeah. <laughs> Now you now now your wife and my wife should get together. That's what it sounds like. I rest my case. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Here is what I I have no stake in the matter when it comes to the East Finals. Okay. I hope it goes the entire distance because whoever comes out of the East is going to get slayed by a bunch of warriors. I see what you Point did there one. very well. Right. That's, that's, that was good. That was nice. That nice nice analogy. Point two, Clay Thompson got screwed, and now the rumors are going to be flying rampant because Clay Thompson should have been an All NBA player over James Harden. Uh yeah, no. Listen, I hold on. I agree. Let me contradict <laughs> myself just because I have Harden second, and I don't have Clay on either of mine. It's not that Clay shouldn't be on here. I think he is, but Curry and Lillard are locks. Kyrie's a lock. Westbrook and Kyrie's Kemba Walker this lock. year are a lock. Stop there. Hall, he says hold the phone penalty flag on the field. Kyrie's not a lock. <laughs> Kyrie's been hurt too much. This year he didn't get hurt. This Encro- encroachment. A <laughs> encroachment. I figured, y- I figured y'all would catch on to that. But <laughs> That's a personal I foul. Foul. Yeah. Yeah, flagrant, flagrant. It's a red card. It's a red card. <laughs> Yellow card. <laughs> uh, well, considering the fact I'm a parent, I got a few red cards over here. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> and soccer I'm talking about. I know. Like I said, considering the fact I'm a parent, I got a few red cards. Oh, okay. Yeah, he doesn't get it. <laughs> he doesn't get it. Trust me, he doesn't get it. No, that, that one. That, oh, yes, I think I, oh I, yes, I do. No, I, no, 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 no. He means me. He means me. I do actually get it. I do actually get it. Okay, okay. I got confused. I apologize. I do. No, it's all right. It's, it's all right. right. Clay, Thompson, Clay Thompson should have been an All-NBA member before James Harden's flopping ass. Okay. Well, I, okay. But here's my here's my question, and maybe maybe you cannot answer this better than I could. I know what the answer is already. If Harden and Clay swap places, well. <laughs> if Harden and Clay swap places, though, Houston would go a few games back, would they not? I didn't hear the question. Try it again. If Clay and James Harden swap places, the Houston Rockets would not have been where they were. They would have been a lower seed. They would not have made it out of the first round. James Harden, and I get it, he's very ineffective. He's a wannabe Kobe Bryant. 
He's all of his points are basically from the free throw line. There are nights he goes five of twenty from the field and drops forty. I get it. I understand. And he play, he's probably the worst defender in the league, and he's improved. All I know is Clay benefits from Steph so much. Wait, I have a question. When you say five of twenty don't from the field and drops ever, forty, do you mean at the free throw line? Don't you ever yeah. in this lifetime give me the thought of Clay Thompson wearing a Rockets uniform? No, no. Oh, it's hypothetical. It's hypothetical. Yeah, man, it's just hypothetical. I know that. I'm me- I'm messing with you guys. I know that. <laughs> he's he's a very literal guy. <laughs> We're gonna have to mute his mic in a second. But go ahead, Mr. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, I think that would be true, because James Harden wants to lead his team, and Clay's having so much fun being in the background and one half of the Splash Brothers, or I'm going to boldly say one-third of the Splash Brothers, and I'll explain that in a minute, Clay's having too much fun. Right. Okay, to care. Which is why he's not leaving. He's an alpha or not. I agree with you 100%. And I think his dad said best. He's not coming here to play with us because he wants to play in Golden State. I don't think that's an he argument. I don't think that's blowing smoke. In the, he wants to stay with Golden State until he takes his last shot. Stephen mm-hmm. Curry is going to stay in the Bay until he takes his last shot. And I'm going to make one bold prediction here. With all the rumors flying rampant, Kevin Durant's going to retire a warrior also. I agree. Wow. I agree. Right. I've, uh, what are you saying, wow? I said that for weeks. Yes. This is the new opinion. Look, if pe- people have paid attention to my show, Snowman in the Morning, and they thought I was nuts mm. in saying after the All-Star break that Kevin Durant's going to stay put. Right. Now what's been going on? What's been in the mainstream news? People are starting to figure out, hey, maybe he does want to stay in California. He doesn't want to go to Southern California, and it's for a very simple reason. Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, Clay mm-hmm. Thompson, all like one thing. Winning. Winning. Right. Yep. And here's yep. the other it's thing. A common denominator. They might get boogie back That's next the common year for denominator. the Chief too. But, but you know what? You gave there's there's your wild card right there because of the injury that Cousins suffered two games into his playoff run. He's never been through an entire playoff run. Yes, there's a significant chance he may appear in the finals, but Boogie's going to get greedy and want more. So who's to say that after they move across the bay to the Chase Center that the Warriors won't find six to seven million bucks and slip it under the table and go, hey, Boogie, why don't you stay with us for another year? Then you can really play your career out here and have a chance to contend for a championship every single year. Right. Here's Who's two million. Yeah, here's two, two, here's two rings. Two, right, well, yeah, you already got the rings. No, it doesn't. By the time Boogie reaches his 11th year, which will be in the bank, that they won't he doesn't. pull out all the stops and keep him with a Supermax. Mm. I, I really think Golden State could keep all four of them, honestly. They I are think, going to. I think Clay. Because remember, Draymond's on the books till next year. Yes. Stephen Curry's already taken care of for the next three years. Yep. Okay? The only two players they have to concern themselves with right now are Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And who's to say, like I said, they won't find another five to six million bucks slipping under the table to boogie? 
Okay, yeah. you can worry about Boogie a little bit later because Boogie wants to win. Kevin Durant wants to win. Clay Thompson wants to win. Here's how I think it's going to go. They pull Clay Thompson. They move across to the bay. Open the new offices. Open the new buildings. First person they call is Clay Thompson. You know what they do? They put a blank check in front of him. Right. He's going to get he five years, figure, whatever the max look, is. He, he writes a fit. He writes a figure, they look at it, and they go, okay, sign off on it. Clay, you're taken care of. Go on vacation. Right. You bring in Kevin Durant next. They put a blank check in front of him. How long do you want to stay and how much you want? Right. Durant takes, a, Durant takes a look, signs a figure. They look at it. Okay, you're done. We got you. Right. And Kevin Durant looks at it. What? We knew you wanted to stay all along. Come on. This is, this is the best player in the game right now, and he's doing something he would well, never well, have had I disagree with to that. do. Look, we'll argue about that later. But we're talking about one of the best players in the game right now, and he's doing something he never would have had a chance to do had he stayed in Oklahoma City. Win championships. Absolutely. Right. Now, I totally agree. My whole thing is I don't think he's the best player. I think Kevin Durant is second or third. Um the best player in basketball is somebody that we've been talking about a lot lately. It's Steph Curry, and I don't think it's close. You know what? I won't offer. I won't offer an argument. You can go one A and one. You can go one and one A if you want to with those two. I really you can go one and one. You can you right. can go one and one A because you don't know who's going to take over on which night. Well, the reason I give the edge to Steph is defensively, Kevin Durant is slightly better, so that's not really an argument. But my yeah. thing is about these two. Kevin Durant, and this is not a shot at Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant by far is one of the most skilled players the NBA has ever seen. Agreed. But mm-hmm. when you watch, and not even Kevin Durant, but when even if you watch him in Oklahoma City, when he doesn't have the basketball in his hands, he's not really a threat. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but... He's a very. No, you, he doesn't you're move. Right. You're right. He's not. He's not really a. It's a. It, here's the difference between Kevin Durant OKC and Kevin Durant Golden State. You are true with your statement that when he doesn't have the ball in his hand, he is not a threat. The difference is being with the Warriors. Even when he doesn't have the ball in his hand, he's still a threat. A well, that's because big one. Yes, that's because the other players make him. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, yeah. here's and this is the point that I'm trying to make because Junior, I think, was about to actually say something smart until he stopped. The players around him like make him look better. Well, not only that, Steph, and this is why Steph Curry to me gets the edge over him. Steph yeah, right. Curry makes it so that that ball is going to go anywhere at any time, and Steph yeah. Curry runs around so much, the floor is going to have space. Some point, somewhere. Unlike Oklahoma City, Kevin Durant couldn't stand by the three-point line and look at Russell Westbrook like, when am I getting the ball? Because Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant were A and B. They were parallel well, Westbrook lines. Westbrook moves around a lot, too, though. Yeah, but and, and Westbrook best, moves around the with the ball. Is, that doesn't... And the best and the best part is, with this Golden State lineup, they could have they have five ball handlers in the starting lineup because Boogie can handle the ball very well also. Right. But here's the other part. They have more than five. Andre yep. Iguodala can bring the ball up whenever he wants. Oh, man. How Sean Livingston can bring the ball up whenever he wants. Quinn Cook can give out the ball whenever he wants. Listen, you just you just made me think of something, and I'm going to have to go after this. 
you know the key to Golden State's offseason? It's not KD. It's Iguodala. It's how many, how much money can be deferred by these new contracts to keep Iguodala. Because Iguodala is going to be off. I think Iguodala signed through next year. But, yeah, I want right. to make sure that. I want to make can, sure I that offer a propo- can I offer a proposal, though? I'd like to offer a yeah. proposal. Gonna, like, uh, he's already married, Junior. No, no, no. It has to do with Kevin Durant. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mr. Snowman, I'm talking about <laughs> Kevin Durant. That's what I'm talking about. Um, what if you, you saw the NBA draft, did, did you not? Yep. Okay. You know that the uh, Zion, Zion Williamson is probably going to go to the New Orleans Pelicans, right? Yep. Well, it, let's say he the pick does go to the Pelicans, and now you take a look at the Knicks, and they may they may want to now make a trade for, since they missed out on Zion, maybe they're going to want to make a trade for uh, Anthony Davis. And we if, argued this if, yesterday. Now, if Anthony Davis comes to the Knicks, then Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin Durant are probably going to want to follow in, the, in their footsteps. But they, they because can't that's do that be a until they team. know. So, do you think that could happen? Do you think that could happen? Where Kyrie, okay, Durant, and Davis come to I New York? I will answer your question very eloquently. Hell no. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I mean, I, I read a post that said 95% chance that could happen. Yeah, but okay. again, you also have to get let, let everyone into facilitating. Another, let me pose a question right I just, back to you. I just you. want to see what you have like to say. This. I'm going to pose a question back to you, and it goes like this. Are you crazy? <laughs> I've, been at, I've been telling you this for weeks now. He's a, he's a little out there. Kevin Durant, everybody that you see on this Warriors team is staying put. Yeah. I, I, that, that is in my subconscious, too. You know, that he might... <laughs> That he made the, everyone's gonna stay there. Everyone's gonna pretty much stay there. Everyone's staying put. I mean, put. how can you not like the way this team is constructed? I mean, they've right been to now. five straight finals, so I don't blame you. Well, not only that, but look at the, 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 the consistency sure, is just I'm, through the roof. I'm gonna even take this a step further, and I think, Mister Snow, you'll agree with me. You don't leave the mom of the situation. year to go to the prostitute across the street. <laughs> you don't. You don't go to a five-star restaurant to go to the diner up the street. To another five-star restaurant. You don't. You don't do that. You, you don't leave don't do that, and you a don't winning leave a team, team to go to a dysfunctional average. group. Right. 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 You, and there you are don't two, leave a team to go to a rebuilding team. Right. I like use. I like using stats in my argument. People hate when I do this, but I know you guys will appreciate it. But you don't leave a team that's averaged sixty-six wins a year in the past five seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the 57 they got this year, if you can believe it, was the lowest win total for them in this five-year run. Right, the lowest. Yeah, I'm just and, I'm just a long-suffering Knicks fan. I'm sorry. Well, not only that. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're, we just are, waiting we, waiting for a championship. That's well, all I'm, I'm waiting for. Don't hold your breath. I'm but, from Chicago, and we well, have not. to wait 25 years before Michael Jordan got his first, and we enjoyed that run. No CPR the needed. <laughs> the, three, the three teams, listen, the three teams I follow religiously, you know, even though the NBA has disbanded teams, and I mean that figuratively, uh, the Bulls, the Spurs, and the Warriors. And I've been a Warriors fan since 2007, the We Believe team that knocked off the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, Baron Davis. Yes. Baron, uh, Baron, Baron Davis, Davis, Jason Andres, Richardson, Andres Beatridge, uh. Montre, Monte Ellis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the We Believe right. team, the eight beating the one. I follow teams and their success. And 
even after they beat Dallas in the first round in 2007, they went through a very dark period, and then Stephen Curry showed up, and the turnaround happened. So this has been going on since 2009. But again, you don't leave a team that's average 66 wins a year in the past five seasons. And they're going to pay. It just depends on what he's going to care about, though. Is he going to really care? Is he cares he about really... winning. He cares they about care not about being winning. misled. They Listen. Does he care about winning or does he care about marketing? This is where I right. get to. That's it doesn't matter. That's what I'm not long... sure about. This is right. where I get to pick on a long-suffering Knicks fan, and I do this in kind, and I do this in love. You're my brother, and I love you. But would you, if you're Kevin Durant, would you want to stay with a team that has a chance to win a title every June or go to a team whose recent history contains Charles Smith? No, I'm not saying he would want want to leave the Warriors. I'm just saying there are non-basketball decisions that will be factored into that too, though. Right. It's not just going to be a, about winning that's going to be factored into that decision. If, if, Le, right. if LeBron didn't factor non-basketball decisions, last year he would have been on the Houston Rockets, not the L.A. Yeah, but, Lakers. Yeah, and the Knicks is a – I think the Knicks would be a – LeBron, the, LeBron, the Knicks need a LeBron superstar. That's, the, that's what they LeBron need. Needs. Everyone needs a superstar. <laughs> but I'm just talking about the Knicks right LeBron now. Right, I'm just – just ask Dwayne Wade of the Miami Heat, mm. okay? A yeah. few years back, right. when the first decision was made, you mm-hmm. know, all the value was, always going to team with Derrick Rose and the Bulls, and Derrick Rose would have none of it. Right. Now, the Bulls have suffered since then, right. but I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad mm-hmm. he didn't go to Chicago. That's where I thought he was going. Because so. LeBron yeah. is the most mediocre player I've seen in 16 years. And, <laughs> and he's back with us again. Here we go with this I, again. I, I, uh. I, I've got, y'all don't know how much trouble I've gotten. And how much backlash I've got yes. saying that. But of course, I of course. Stick with my statement. Yes. Stick, still, with stick with your statement. Yes. Still, stick with your opinion. Regardless of what ended up happening with the Rockets, because you're right, the the egos might have clashed. We don't know. But regardless, if oh, he yeah. if he cared only about the basketball decision, there was no way he would have gone to the Lakers. They, they were, he would have been with he would either been with Houston or he probably would have been with Philadelphia. Those are the only two <laughs> teams that probably would have he done for basketball but, decisions. But Kevin Durant it, might be thinking the same thing. Unlike unlike LeBron James, Kevin Durant yeah, loves right. winning. Kevin Durant loves championships. Kevin Durant can sit by and rest for two games while the Warriors will snatch the first two, all, whether it's in Canada or in Brewtown, and then come home. All right, what's Brewtown? What's Brewtown? Okay, Milwaukee. okay. All right, I didn't know Milwaukee. that. All right, Brew Brewtown? That's what it's called? Brewers. Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, okay. All right, Brewers. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah. The, the Milwaukee, drink, the, the beer company, the right? right. The, 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 the brewery drink of the Knicks fans right now. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I don't this know, season that, they might need something stronger. Yeah, stronger than Budweiser. That's yeah, that's for nope. sure. I got some jacks. It's not yeah, hard to get stronger than Budweiser's like the, the the very bottom drink that you could possibly easy, get. Pretty easy to get stronger than Budweiser. Yeah, I would there say so because Bud, Budweiser tastes like water. The point the point is Kevin Durant. No matter what other off-court basketball decisions may weigh on him right now, I guarantee you his decisions made. He's staying in Northern California. Period. Yeah. And to Why be honest, would you I'll, leave that would be well. That's that averages sixty-six wins a year. There is no answer for that, but I yeah. mean, we can take this a step further, Mr. No. Snow. What Kevin Durant's doing is genius. Genius. He's yep. placing doubt in Golden State. And honestly... And everybody else is biting it except... Golden State. The true Warrior fans that know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't Kevin think Durant there's any threat. 
listen, I don't see any kind of threat to him leaving Golden State. If there was some real turmoil between he and Draymond Green, they never would have squashed their beat 48 hours after they had it in after the Clippers game. They're the best. They're best of friends. Yep. They're best of friends. Why would you want to leave? You wouldn't. If there was some real beef with Kevin Durant and Draymond Green, you think they wouldn't have gone on a public podcast and say, yo, we squashed that. We're playing together now. And it was Draymond Green. Not many, not many people want to think of this. It was Draymond Green that made Kevin Durant a better defender, not by calling him out, but by saying, yo, I need you more on the defensive end with your wingspan. How many deflections does Golden State get per game? More to the point, how many deflections do they get per game in the postseason? Ten? At least. I'd At say least. I'd say five or probably Durant and three are definitely green. And mm-hmm. then the other the two I would is, even say is Iguodala or the, Clay. The, the point the point is their defense has improved since Draymond Green got on Kevin Durant. And that's what you want to do. You want to push right. your teammates to be better. I mean hell, Kobe called his teammates Chartnell. Yep. And they responded. Well Michael Jordan socked Steve Kerr in the nose. Later that year, Steve Kerr nailed the championship-winning shot. Right. Steve Kerr, you could argue, is one of the greatest three-pointers ever. Say it again. You could argue Steve Kerr is one of the greatest three-point shooters of all time. Yeah. Yeah, you could. I'm not. You can't have a three-point conversation without Steve Kerr in it. Again, it's the only thing he could do. Conversation without Steve Kerr being in it. I mean, my my and top three are Curry, I, Miller, and and I think and Ray Allen, Ray Allen here. as well. So let me get so let me get out of here. I want to thank you guys for having me on again. I truly appreciate it. Thank no you. No problem, Mister Snow. Anytime. Yep. Except when Junior's here. Take care, man. So yeah, um, that's that. And now for the fun part. When we come back on the home stretch, I want to thank Mister Snow again for coming. Um, I uh, listen. It's the NFL season. I've been mentioning the stupid pyramid thing. There are 32 teams in the league, and there are six tiers of quarterback. I'll explain what those six are and who goes where next on the home stretch. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And now the baseball team. Little League. Fantasy League. We are back, back, back with the home stretch on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Hello. Welcome back to the home stretch. I'm your host, Tyler Harrison. Junior has left the building because I threw him out. I'm just kidding. Uh, he's He had to go do um, junior-like things. What they are, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's a hamburger involved. Junior and Hardy's for those of you who might not have gotten the joke, but all right. Um, so yeah, we're doing this pyramid thing. Um, let me just say this: everyone says there's four tiers. There's not four. There's not five. There's six. Okay. Um, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, there's six. Number one. There'll be, there'll be two two quarterbacks that deserve a dumpster. Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> three. So three. Yeah. Oh. So two. Let, let's just do this. The first tier, I think it's obvious. They, these are the elite guys. 
Um, I think there's four guys that you could put on any team going into next year and be dominant next year and win eight, nine games, make the playoffs, and have a deep playoff run if everything works out. Tier two, great, a little inconsistent, but their great outweighs their bad, obviously, and they are spectacular. Or are very skilled in small sample sizes. Right. Tier three, you're proven, you're good, week to week, we don't know, but again, more good than bad. Tier four, good, more good than bad, but more bad than the rest of the league. And Kirk Cousins. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I, I will... I don't know who tipped this off to you, but we will get into that. Knowing the way you talk about it, I don't think I need to tip it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, tier five, I don't think you're a playoff quarterback. Um, you're not going to lose football games. I think you are just either in a good spot where your skill set's overlooked or benefits you to the point where it doesn't matter that you're an average quarterback. And then tier six, why? And then Daniel Jones. <laughs> no, I'm only doing stars. Okay. So let's go into tier number six. Right. Tier six. What are you clicking? I'm trying to put the music on. Oh, all right. I didn't know if up. you were putting music. More ads have popped up again. No, of fine. course. Here it is. Awesome. I didn't know you were doing music. Awesome. Uh, tier six. Um, again, these guys are unknown, so we don't know. Uh, all right. So this let's not be too literal about what I just said. Lamar Jackson. Um, I, I've been kind of blunt about this. You are what you are. I don't think your hands are too small, first of all, to be a quarterback. You fumble the ball too much. Eventually, the league's going to realize your options are really just running the football, and eventually you're going to have to learn how to throw over the top going into next year. You can't do that. And even if you do, you have Michael Floyd, who's good if he stays on his path, and a rookie that no one knows how he's going to shape I, I don't know. I don't know. Dwayne Haskins is going to start for the Redskins next year. Let's see what he's got. I think he's a, one of the best quarterbacks coming out of the draft. In the offense, I think there will be glimpses of him going okay. But again, it's a rookie season. You're going to see a lot of rookie mistakes. So I'm not going to put him any higher than Tier 6 because I don't know what he is. And, yeah, so that's Tier 6. Oh, and Kyler Murray. <laughs> yeah, Kyler Murray. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you are. There's so many ifs about what's going on now. Including his coach. Yeah, and I'm sorry. If you a, prove except me his wrong, as a KL before it. Right. If, listen, if you prove me wrong, great. I want you to succeed. I want you to succeed. I don't know, man. The odds aren't in your favor. I'll say that much. Just have the Oakland A's as a backup plan. Tier 5. You guys can start in the league. I just don't think you're as good as the rest of the league. 
or you're unproven. Josh Rosen, you had a bad year last year. Again, offensive line sucked. David Johnson. Offensive coordinator sucked. <laughs> David Johnson fell off a cliff. Larry Fitzgerald's 36 years old. And you lost a very good offensive coach. If Bruce Arians was there, I think you have a better season. You're going He's to Miami. Still there if Bruce Arians and is let's, there. Let's call Spade Spade 2 this year for Josh Rosen. Might not be much better. You have a defensive guy. I don't know who the hell the offensive coordinator is. <laughs> but And their skill players are even worse. <laughs> right. So I do, expect, I do expect Josh Rosen to struggle, but I do think Josh Rosen has more upside than anyone else does. Number five, um, still in tier five, Nick Foles. My point about Nick Foles was that Philly, you either trade him or lose him for nothing. They didn't trade him. They lost down on great value, and they lost him for nothing. I told you, Mike Guido. Two, Mike Guido does have a point when he says that he hasn't succeeded anywhere outside of Philly. J- Jacksonville paid you a lot of money. Let's see what you got. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm saying he's unknown. I do think he proved proved in that playoff run that he can win big games. That's why he's a tier five, right. not a tier six. He's not unknown. He's unproven. If he can prove it in Jacksonville, he's tier three, and tier you're, two. And you're now doing it with iffy receivers and right. a good but not great offensive line. He had one of the best offensive lines in the league in Philly and a pretty good receiving core. Well, Jacksonville's offensive line isn't bad, but it's good, but it's not it's not to the level of the Eagles. So. Right. So we're going to figure out what Nick Foles is this year. <sighs> Mitch Trubinsky, I don't think you're really that good. I don't. Again, you've only started like 20 games at quarterback. I get it. Uh, Matt Nagy's a genius. You're a running gun team. You're a running quarterback to me. It's not that you're bad. It's just I'm not going to put He's you. He's not very sophisticated. No, nah, I, I, I don't like him that much. Speaking of another guy I don't think I like that much. And here we go, Jared Goff. This low? He's not He's not any higher on this list. Jared Goff. Tier 5? You saw... I don't want to uh, hear it. That's a lot. I don't, I don't want to hear it. That's a bit harsh. No, it's not. Jared Goff, without Todd Gurley in the playoffs, looked awful. Awful. It's not that he's not good. He can make all the throws. He's not there. He's got upside. He's young. It's just he's not right now better than this. I don't know if it's tier five, though. If he would have played good without Todd Gurley, I understand what you're saying. But he only succeeds when Todd Gurley is the best player in football, and that doesn't help you. Yeah, but he also had nobody when Todd Gurley was struggling, too, that first Brandon year. Brandon Cooks. No, no, that first year I'm talking Robert about when Todd Woods. Gurley was struggling. I'm, all right, but I'm talking hurt. about last postseason. He didn't look good. He played, didn't well. He played well against Dallas. No, wow. he didn't look good against the Saints, but he did, he, he did he did play well against Dallas, which again was a top ten defense statistically that season. Right, and CJ Anderson ran for what 150 yards. Sure, but right, okay. he still made the play good pass throws. Is the Rams offense? You take that away, Derek Goff. Yeah, but that's a skill of a quarterback though too. Some quarterbacks aren't good at play action. They're, no, some aren't, and that's why they're not tier one or tier two quarterbacks. I'm not even saying Goff is that. I think he's tier three, but but. No, tier 5 tier is a little harsh. He's not Tier 3. I'll explain to you why he's not Tier 3. And then there's Dak Prescott. Dak, Dak is probably the best quarterback out of this group, honestly. He's not going to lose you a football game. He's very smart. He's very sophisticated. It's just you're unproven to me, too. You have the worst coach in football. They don't open the playbook. It's, it, it, that's just whatever. Dak, you're not proven, so five. Tier 4. 
are guys that I can see winning playoff games, have taken their team to the playoffs. They just don't win big games. Andy Dalton. <laughs> yep. The poster boy for that. <laughs> Jameis Winston, you're not even on this list for the reasons you think. You should be higher. You should be tier three, tier two. You're just a bonehead. You don't you don't make the right decisions on or off the field. Right. If you could just get your head on straight, you'd be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You hope he could play well like he did that second season when they were nine and seven and he had good numbers. You just right. hope he could play like that, but he hasn't taken that step. Right. Joe Flacco, um, again, you've got a lot to prove, but I've seen you win big playoff games. I've seen you take your team to the Super Bowl, so you can't be that low. Josh Allen, unproven. I saw you play very well last year against quarterbacks, better, quote-unquote, better than you. Uh, defenses that should have knocked you out of the park. You held your team in. I don't think you're a sophisticated passer. I don't think you're refined, but I think that you are going to be better than I thought you'd be. Well, and he's sophisticated. He's just got to work on his decision-making. Nah, his D-back is great. It's not great, but it's not a problem. I don't, I don't think it's terrible. Well, we're going to find out this year. Sam Darnold of the Jets. He got hurt. We didn't get you for a full season. You looked great some weeks. You looked awful other weeks. Let me tell you something, pal. The Jets are strapping a rocket to your back, so you better get ready to jump. You have to be the best player on that team next year if this team is going to go anywhere. There's a lot of pressure on you. We're going to find out what you're made of. All I hear is that you are this. You are the man. You're for real. We're going to find out how real you are, Jack. So, Sam Donald, you're Tier 4. Going into the next year, you could be Tier 2, Tier 1. There's a lot riding on you this year. And Tier 4, Speedy's boy, Kirk Cousins. You're good. Call you're it. good. You're not great. Yeah, you get 4,000 yards, but they're all against crappy teams. You can't beat a good team. You're 5-25 against good teams. What? How could I have you any higher than average? That's not average. That's below average. You're lucky I have you with average or above average quarterbacks. Sorry. Just how I view things. Tier 3. This is the biggest group of guys. Um, yeah. Let's just get this out of the way. Eli Manning. You're going to win big games with Eli. Eli's not going to lose you anything. Eli has a slow release. No crap. No crap. With that offensive line, a quick release isn't quick enough. This year, Saquon Barkley is going to get 5,000 touches. I, I, I mean, the guy the guy's going to be the most used running back in all of football. Eli Manning is going to eventually be a mentor to Daniel Jones. And I'm telling you, if you're going to talk about Eli, you wait till Daniel Jones gets behind the center because then you'll really miss Eli. Yeah. Um, Derek Carr, you... Had a great year last year. I just don't think you're going to last long in Oakland. I think John Gruden's trying to get rid of you. I don't know why. It's just a feeling I have. I think you are a better quarterback than everyone thinks. You were great in the fourth quarter. You're tough. You're gritty. You know how to win games you shouldn't win. I just haven't seen you do it in the playoffs, which is why you're tier three, not tier two. If you can, one year they actually could make the playoffs. He got hurt. Well, right. But if I he, think they would have gone far if he didn't. Well, if that he was a good team, right? If he doesn't, if he can do this in the playoffs, he's tier two, borderline tier one. I have to see him do it though. You were so close to being tier four. You were so close. I just don't want to deal with the backlash. I think you're a tier four quarterback. But I've had enough risque things said on the show in the past week. Ben Roethlisberger, you're only on this list because I didn't want to deal with stuff today. You're the 
that's literally it. I don't think you're that great anymore. I think Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, Juju Smith helps you a ton. You're going to bite the bullet this year, Jack. You're going to fall off the face of obscurity. Pittsburgh is going to regret extending you. Why they'd extend a 37-year-old quarterback constantly beat up, contemplated retirement two years ago. Right. I don't know why the hell they extended you, but good luck, Pittsburgh. Your, your, your decision. Speaking of a guy that shouldn't play anymore to a guy that this year is going to break out, Baker Mayfield. I, you're the best rookie of that class, so that's why you're above the other two rookies. I just think that this year you're phenomenal. I, I, I cannot put it any other way. He's a leader. He's got the it quality in him. He, you don't walk on to two different colleges and take a starting job like that from two touted guys and just say, eh, eh I'm the starter. That doesn't happen a lot. And ironically, Kyler Murray might follow Baker's footsteps. But it's very hard to get a Baker Mayfield two years in a row. Arizona, you better be right. But Baker Mayfield, I think, in Cleveland, next year when we're talking about this, he might be Tier 1. He's most likely going to be Tier 2. But if he may, if he eliminates the rookie mistakes, psh, sky's the limit. Speaking of mistakes, Marcus Mariota, you are the best quarterback out of your draft. I said it when Tennessee drafted you instead of Tampa Bay. If you can stay healthy, you're Tier 2. You really are. You're just that good. The problem is you cannot stay healthy. Speaking of which, Deshaun Watson, you're in the same boat. You are just as good, if not better, than Marcus Mariota. You are a Tier 2 slash Tier 1 quarterback when you're healthy. The problem is every year you're nicked up. Last year you you didn't get hurt, but you played hurt. And then when you finally got healthy, we saw glimpses, and then you kind of eh again. But I like you. I think you're fantastic. Your offensive line is atrocious, so get used to getting sacked all year. Matt Stafford, you should be tier two. I think you're going to rest slightly, not because of you, just because of the team. But I think Carryon Johnson's going to be more of a focal point this year. And then Cam Newton, you're hurt. You haven't even picked up a ball yet. Everyone thinks you're going to be ready by training camp. I don't buy that. Uh, Carolina fans want to believe it. Fine, but I so think he's the high end of tier three. I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. He's barely on this list. Right. He's a, he was the first one I wrote on Tier 2, but I was in there. I have to All have right. some consistency. Well, yeah, and you got to worry about the consistency concerns as a whole because he's another one that's streaky year to year, right. even though I think he's a talented quarterback. Right. He, he's a Tier 1 talent. It's just he's not consistent. Tier 2, Phillip Rivers. Uh, you're great. You even play good in the postseason. Your team just for some reason cannot kick field goals or win big games. I don't know why. Um, Least clutch team in football. Jimmy Garoppolo. Of course. You've got all the tools in the chest. You do. You have all the tools in the chest. Just don't make stupid decisions like, I don't know, trying to get five yards instead of seven. Just run out of bounds and save yourself. You just wonder how you do with those skill players, though, because skill players besides Kittle around him are not great. Nick Mullins did just fine. Jimmy Garoppolo. Against the Raiders and the Giants. (laughs) Carson Wentz. Same boat as the other two. You are. You should be tier one. You're you not. You think he's better than the injured guys that you mentioned before? I know. He, I think he's better than Mariota, but Watson. Yes. Okay. I'm Carson just... Wentz to me is the best young quarterback in football. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Matt Ryan. You benefit a lot. You're not a bad quarterback, but you benefit a lot from Julio Jones and mm-hmm. Austin Hooper. Another one that's new and Ridley, to year right? Yeah. You're again. You're in the high end of tier two. They got Dirk Cutter back, so I don't think he's gonna be streaky this year. I think he'll be fine. Right. Um, 
here's the two ones I'm going to get a lot of criticism about. Aaron Rodgers. Here's the thing about Aaron Rodgers. He's not inconsistent as far as season numbers are concerned. He's inconsistent snap to snap because you don't know if he's going to throw a football. He will take a sack rather than throw a pick, which sounds great. It's not. Well, it depends on his knees. Well, not only that, he's got two. He had, what? How many times he broken his collarbone? Twice? Three times? I think it's twice. So that's a problem. You're getting older. You should stop getting hit like that. I mean, at some point, you're going to have to figure out, like, listen, man, you're not Brett Favre. You can throw the football if you really want to. Patrick Mahomes. I am not jumping on this bandwagon after one year. And by the way, you are not going to do what you did last year this year. Sorry. Kareem Hunt's gone. Tyreek Hill's gone. You're going to tell me Carlos Hyde and Travis Kelsey are going to be able to carry that much weight? I'm not If he can, though, that's a big boost for his development. Sure. If he if he can duplicate last year, he's the greatest quarterback that we've ever seen. That's fair. I mean, let's just call it. Tier one, and I said these were obvious. Russell Wilson put him on a team. They're going to contend for a Super Bowl. Andrew Luck, same thing. Drew Brees, the best quarterback in football, best pure passer in history, and then there's the goat, Tom Brady. I mean, really, what could you possibly ask? They are the best quarterbacks in football, and they are in a tier. And but I want to make this clear. Their tier is substantially higher than the tier two. Substantially higher. Substantially. All right, Speedy. I mean, hey, listen, I'm ready whenever you are. You can take this show over whenever right. you want, buddy. Well, being the football music is on, we'll start with our football one for today. So we did one ring of honor about Champ Bailey. Uh, and obviously the Champ Bailey theme was yesterday, so this will be a little similar. Rondé Barber was also inducted last week into the Buccaneers Ring of Honor. So it's the same thing as, la- as, as the Champ Bailey one. You get the... In his 10 interception season in 2001, you're getting the teams he got interceptions against. There are six teams to choose from here. Six? Yep. Because six? Because one of the games he had three picks in, and one of them he had two, so... It kind of level, or two of them he had two. So it, when it adds up, it makes sense. So the six teams you have, the first two you're not gonna like. Uh, first two, maybe three you're not gonna like, and then you're gonna love the rest. Oh, so the, the ones you don't like, the Vikings, the Steelers, and the Lions. I'm guessing you're not a fan of those. And then the three you probably will like are the Bears, the Saints, and the Ravens. So that's where you got to choose from. And you're gonna build for what did we do yesterday? We did. I think future. we did. We did future for football yesterday. I think so. No, I think we did future for baseball and hockey. So we'll do future for football today. Oh, God damn it. Well, so I guess taking Drew Brees would penalize me. Uh... I don't know about that because you have a lot of older quarterbacks on this list too and then Lamar Jackson and Mitch Trubisky who I don't like anyway so I don't think that would be much of a penalty 
since you said future, I'm not going to cheat. I'm going to take Matt Stafford. He's the best young quarterback available, and it's not even close. It's just not close. But he's not young, though. He's younger. He's 30, but... He's young, and he's good, and he's the best combination of both. All right. That's fair. Running back. Mm. Alvin Kamara. And why not give him carry on Johnson? I mean, it makes sense. <sighs> Michael Thomas, a wide receiver. Juju Smith Schuster. Bonded. Wow, he did add a Vikings receiver. It's just the other guy I can't say. <laughs> Tight end. Kyle Rudolph. I think Kyle Rudolph helps him a lot. All right. Um, Cody Whitehair at center. Ryan Ramsick, tackle. Can't forget him. Mm-mm. Oh, no Taylor Luan available. It's fine. I'll go with my other Stanley. Ronnie Stanley. Yep. Figured that. Guard. David DeCastro can't be old. No. He's 27. <laughs> Castro. And... I'm going to take Kyle on this one. Those are all the teams. The speedy gave me break at six. Mm-hmm. Going four three because the skill sets on these teams will eliminate the four three. I mean three four. Uh, let's do this. Kicker, 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 kicker. Uh, Justin Tucker, congratulations! You're coming back to back days. Payday should be fun. And Thomas Morstead, you're a punter. Doesn't really matter how old you are. But the best punter in football is young. <laughs> well, right. And we saw him for four weeks. Ah, right? uh, do I want? Who do I want? Future. Future, he's out. Ironically, we're going to go. Mmm, damn. Almost is gone. I'm going to go a little different here. I'll take Eddie Jackson at one safety. He's young. And I am going to take. <laughs> Why? Oh my God! I'm drawing a blank on it. Marcus Williams at the other one. Right, so I'll take Darius Slay at corner. Marshawn Lattimore at corner. 
here's a little bit of a surprise. I'll take Marlon Humphrey, too. Alright. <sighs> Damn, would I love CJ Mosley right about now. Yes, you would. Well, TJ Watt near one side. Up the other side will be... Like this year's draft? Uh, the only one eligible, I guess, is Devin Bush. Nope. I'm going to take Jalen Ferguson and put him on the other side. Oh, the Ravens. Okay. Jalen Ferguson. All right. Oh, wait. these are, are these ends or linebackers? Linebackers. Okay. How's Devin? Oh, right. Steelers. He's no, I, I I had Devin White in my head. I, I don't know why. Well, suffer Ronde Barber to have interception against his own team. Well, he could have. In practice, that should count. True. Mm, thank you. But I need the stats to back that up. Right, well, Screw your stats. How's that sound? This is hard. This is really not a middle linebacker worth taking here at all. Especially for the youth. Uh, Roquan Smith. That actually, I actually forgot about him for a second. That's not good. All right, here we go. Khalil Mack. You're the DE because he's better as a DE. Just imagine that. Um. I'll take Cameron Jordan. He's not old. Sheldon Rankins. Up to one side. And... Da, 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 Michael Pierce. Alright. So. Offense. Very nice. Again, I, I can see the considerations you're giving to... For Stafford, he probably has five, six years left, and then he can go find another quarterback. That makes sense. Breeze, we don't know how long he will play. Uh, are you worried about the Cook, Dalvin Cook injury? Is that why you yes. didn't take him? Okay, I'm just trying to figure that out because I think he's a lot better of a skill-wise than Carry On Johnson, and I feel like he would have been helpful for the passing game too because Stafford does like to use his running backs in the passing game. So that's really the only thing, but I, I can see why you're not doing that. Maybe, I guess, familiarity to the two Lions. So I won't knock that too much. Receivers are nice. Tight end is fine. Uh, offensive line, I think, is the best you could do it. Now, the defense is interesting. Why did you do two rushing linebackers and no coverage, guys? T.J. Watt is a run stopper. Right, but he's not really a coverage guy either. No, he's not. No, he's not. I, I'm not disagreeing. Roquan Smith is a coverage guy, and I yes. have two covered safeties. Okay. That's why. Because I, need, I needed somebody else to run. I needed two run stoppers if I was going to take two covered safeties. 
Okay, that's fair. I'm just saying you're leaving. You might be leaving a void somewhere with that. Where I think Roquan Smith is quick enough to cover side Roquan to side. Roquan Smith is very good, but he's one player. I'm just saying. No, that. I know. He can cover side to side, and then the safeties can come from up, down, or down up. So you're going to trust your corners over the top? Is that where you're, you're looking at your defensive game plan? Yeah, I think Marlon Humphrey would be a perfect slot Well, Marlon guy. Humphrey's fast, so that's fine. I'm just saying that. And I think the other two are locked down corners. Sure. So I just think you're. I still think because of that, you're kind of limited in the play calling as a result where you can't have guarding the middle of the field as much with the linebackers. And you're going to have, again, extra guys blitzing against spread offenses. That could leave something open. Well, I got six guys going after the quarterback at once. That's that's still about average at the NFL. Sure. I'm just saying that I, I still think you limit yourself there where I'm not saying that blitzing six guys at a time is bad by any stretch because it can be good. But you, you do limit yourself in what you could call if you want to have base schemes where you just want to rush four or even just rush five. I think you're limiting yourself with that. And again, Roquan Smith, as fast as he is, will probably only be on one side of the field or just in the middle where it's going to leave voids open in certain play calls. So that's really the only thing. I think somebody you could have considered was the guy I just said was Devin Bush. That could have been somebody worth considering. And either one of the Vikings young linebackers you could have definitely considered for that spot. I just think it would have been a little better than a guy that hasn't played yet. And right now is... Devin Bush hasn't played yet. No, no, I'm talking about Ferguson. Ferguson is a pass rusher and a good one. I think he'll be a very good one in the NFL. But that's it. That's really what he is. Right. I know what he is. That's why I took him. It's. I think you're leaving a void, though, that limits you as a defensive play caller in what you can do. If the secondary is great. No doubt about that. And the pass rush is very good. I just think you're leaving that void there where you, because you have those extra corners, you could trust them in certain things. Well, before Earl shows up, we don't know when he's going to go. So what do you? What would you – I think this is an A-. A-. I think it's an A-. minus. I think that's really the only big thing to me. I think you could have definitely gone with, again, either of the Vikings linebackers, Kendricks or Barr. And, again, Barr's a pass rusher too. So if you wanted to, him to blitz on occasion, go for it. And then – Hendricks is a good coverage guy and a good one stopper too. And same with Devin Bush, who, yes, you're right, he hasn't played it down yet in the NFL either. But his draft status was a lot more well-rounded and versatile than Ferguson's was. And I like Ferguson. I thought he was a first-round talent, but I, he's not as well-rounded as what what you could have taken here with uh, with Bush or either one of the Vikings linebackers. So that's really the only big knock. Everything else, I, and the cook thing, but that's only a small one. But everything else, I think, was fine. All right, so uh, being that we don't know where Errol's going to get here, what do you want next? Like, is there a... a Who has the most teams? Uh, I think hockey had the most teams. Uh, so give me hockey. All right, so we did the Blues yesterday. So we're going to do a Bruins-themed one today. So it's just every team that the Bruins have faced in the Stanley Cup in their history. And I have. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams. Ten teams you got. Surprisingly, we're, all of the original six teams... Oh, no. They all are on here. Never mind. I thought they weren't on there for a second, but then I saw the... 
Blackhawks. The Blackhawks who they played recently. They actually never played him in the original six era. So Blackhawks, Canucks, obviously in 2011. And that's all the, all the riots started after that. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, who they played at the end of the late 80s, early 90s. I think it was the 89-90 season. The Flyers, 74-75. The Blues, like I said yesterday, 1970. Uh, the Red Wings, the, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, these are all the original six teams. The Montreal Canadiens, the New York Rangers. And in 1927, the old, old Ottawa Senators. So they count for this. Who the hell am I supposed to take from the Senators? Figure it out. Here we go. And you're going to go for the present. Oh, thank God. All right. Well, goalie, I wonder who I'm taking. Hopefully not anyone from the Senators. I'm going to take none other than Mr. Reliable Henrik Lundqvist. And then I'll take, uh, you know what? I'm going to take Carey Price to back him up. Because if he gets hurt, at least Henrik Lundqvist, who never gets hurt, is there to back him up. Or not back up, but whatever. Um, uh, present, uh, Duncan Keith, I think, will turn it around. He's good He's good enough to win me one game. Shane Gosphere, he is going to be taken every time I, this Flyers team pops up. Alex Peterangelo. Jay Weber. And give me a second, please. You have screwed me again. Why don't you just say Tyler, just pick a random team and just huh. insert foot here. I, should, I, I might actually change this. I might actually take their goal and put them in back of Alright. I figured it out. I'm going to take Thomas. Shabbat. Shabbat. Yep. Shabbat. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do that. Did I take Shea Weber yet? Yes. Let's do this, shall we? Um, Connor McDavid, your line one. Austin Matthews, your line two. 
I am gonna do this. John Tavares, you're line three. And you you know this kid's name, but Eli- Elias Patterson. Pa- Patterson. Mm-hmm. You're line four, and my Canuck is gone. But I kind of knew you were my Canuck the whole yeah. time. So. All right. Um, Vladimir Tarasenko, you're gonna have fun playing with Connor McDavid. Yes, he would. I know who my Red Wing is, so I don't have to do that anymore. And you know what? Just to make this line extra lethal, Patrick Kane, come on down. Austin Matthews. Who do I want to put with Austin Matthews? Um, Nylander. I think those two play phenomenal together. And... Debrat? How do you... Debrat? How do you... Oh, Alex Debrinket? Debrinket. Yep. Um, Leon Drysdale. Mm-hmm. You're going to play with John Tavares. Yeah, he could play with him. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there's another Ranger I could put on this list. Probably not. Amazing to me, my phone never budges until I touch it. <laughs> the second I touch my phone, all of a sudden everything pops up. You know what? Let's do this. Let's have some fun. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put Brendan Gallagher with Tavares and Drysdale. Brendan Gallagher? Mm-hmm. 33 goals, I don't think so. No, it's not. It's just not a big name. So. No, it's not. And with Patterson, I'm going to complete my team and give me a red wing. And that's going to be Dylan Larkin. And with Larkin, I am also going to take... Oh, I'll take Max Bowman. He used to play wings. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. All right. So... Defense is, I think, for a veteran team, good. You have a lot of guys that definitely have slowed down, but are still going to be good fundamentally. I think Petrangelo and I think Muzzin and Petrangelo are probably the best ones at this point in their careers right now. But again, having Keith and Weber there for experience is fine. Uh, the only one I might have considered, if you wanted, if you wanted to complement one with an offensive type, possibly, is uh, Oscar Clefbaum, but. I guess you didn't go in that direction. He's a very offensive guy. Right, I know, I, but he's but he's also faster and younger, so I, I, something that was just to consider, maybe, or even um, Darnell Nurse on that team, too, is not a bad option, but I'm not going to knock that. Uh, goalies are fine. The first line is lethal, like you were said. Now, here's a question. Why M- Nylander over Marner? 
Nyland is a better pass. Okay, that's fair. But I think they're both equally on defense. I think Marner's a little better defensively, but he hits right. more. Nyland is a more, uh, I don't want to say coverage, because it's a bad term, but he's more of a zone guy. All right. So that was really one thing. Obviously, Larkin's your Red Wing. That makes sense. He's the best player on that team. And Pedersen's the best player on his team. I like Domi. I, I really think his rise has been good this year. Mm -hmm. So I liked him in Arizona. Yeah. Well, a Arizona was a weird situation for him. I, I don't think he was ever a bad player. It was, it's that system. I don't know what it is. They don't they don't work well with young players. I don't know why, but I'm yeah. Stefan still can't figure. It. Yeah. Now again. Even if you weren't going to take him over Nylander, why not even Marner over any of those guys? You don't think they're, that he's as good? Because he is coming off a very good season. No, I like Domi's upside. I think Marner's as good as he's going to get. I think Max Domi is only going to get better. I think Interesting. Larkin, Larkin, Larkin. I, I actually disagree. I think Marner still has room to grow. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that was really the only guy I thought you were missing. So I will give it an A. That's actually weird. I wrote A, waiting for you to give me like the plus or the minus. Okay. But I actually just wrote. A. No, again, it's it, that's really a. The, I think he's a better player. That's really the only knock. But again, it's not a significant difference. I, I'll I'll give that. It's not like you were subbing out something weird, like a fourth line guy and leaving him out. All the guys you listed are good young players too. So, not too bad. I just think he he has still has the upside and he had a better season. So. All right, so you, I think baseball and basketball have the same amount of teams from what it looks like. Baseball, seven, and basketball. Yep, so both of them have seven. So which one do you want? Baseball, because Errol Marks told me we're going to do both. So Errol Marks is going to be here by 1030. We might not be here, but Errol Marks will be here. All right. So. All right, so baseball, we talked about our, our ring of honor two days ago uh, of Josh, Josh Hamilton. Hamilton. And – the one of the few insightful things that he who just left contributed was how well he did in the 2008 home run derby. So you're getting all the teams of his competition. Oh, so that would be for in this case the guy who eventually won the home run derby just based on the structure. Even though Hamilton had a lot more home runs, Justin Moore now played for the Minnesota Twins. So that is the first team you get. The Tampa Bay Rays for. Evan Longoria, who was a rookie uh, in that game. Mm. The Philadelphia Phillies, I believe for... Oh, no, it wasn't Ryan Howard. It was Chase Utley. Mm. The Cleveland Indians for, oddly enough, a guy that wasn't a great home run hitter, but I guess was in the home run derby, Grady Sizemore. That's who? The Indians. Why do I get the Indians every time? Every time. Every time. I don't know. You do it on purpose. I think you only look the theme randomly from the, our Ring of Honor things. Right. No, I, I know. But I didn't I remember think you who was in the home run derby. I remember Morneau and the and Longoria, but that's it <laughs> from that home run derby. All I know is I think you went home and said, "There's an Indian in this." Good. Tyler's going to get this. No, I picked the theme first. Mm -hmm. All right. Fine. All right. Then the. Then Florida Marlins, but the Miami Marlins for a guy I thought was overrated, but was a good power hitter in some years, Dan Ugla. Mm, I like Dan Ugla. 
Milwaukee Brewers for Ryan Braun in his also rookie season. Oh, no, his second season, my bad. 2007 was his rookie year. And the last one, yep, the last one is same state, also a good power hitter, Houston Astros for Lance Berkman. Ah, former Yankee. For a little while, yes. All right, so this one you will build for the, once again, build for the present because we did future yesterday for baseball, and you'll do your basketball team for the future. I think I had DH yesterday, right? Yes, you had DH yesterday, so National League lineup today. Here we go. All right, catcher, G-O-G. I wonder who I'm going to take here. I know, tough competition. You'll end up with Jorge Alfaro after all that. (laughs) Do I need to say his name, or can you just type it? I will type it. For those of you who don't know, and I should probably say his name anyway, the catcher will be JT Raumuto. So that's who my catcher is, and I've already won the competition, so I can stop here. First base is going to be interesting. Ooh, do I want to do this? We'll get back to this. You know what? No, we're going to put Reese Hoskins. I didn't want to do that because back-to-back Phillies is boring. But here we go. Ready? Shake up everything right now. My second baseman. Whit Merrifield. Not eligible. He just got traded to the Tampa Bay Rays. No, he did not. Yes, he did. What? Yes. Really? No. I didn't think so. But I lied. Um, I'm going to take <laughs> the second best second baseman in baseball. I'm going to take Jose Altuve. Third base is interesting. I could go a different way here. I really could. Miguel Sanu is out because he can't play defense. Matt Duffy is okay. Franco is not He's good, but when you got a list like this, he's kind of going to get overlooked. So I get Ramirez and Moustakis and Breckman. Moustakis is the best defensive one of the three. Bregman's the best pure talent out of the three, and Ramirez is probably the best hitter out of all three. Agree? And probably the fastest to Who? Ramirez. Who? Oh. Bregman's the best. Mm, I don't know about that. Alex Bregman is fast. So is Ramirez. I'm going to take Alex Bregman. Because my shortstop is going back to a different team. Uh, I am going to take Gene Segura. And I know, people, I know I'm getting in trouble because I'm not using any other team yet. Give me time. Christian Yelich, you're the best player in baseball right now. And uh, quite frankly, building around you just makes too much flipping sense. This is where I'm 
really hard. Outside of him. Alright, George Springer, you can come down again. You know what? I am going to take a twin right now. I'm going to take Byron Buxton. Alrighty. Speed, defense, guaranteed. I don't... In a National League thing, hitting to me really doesn't matter that much. That's what the other eight guys are for. Um, rotation. And you said I'm doing now, right? No. Oh, wait, yes. Yes, I did. So uh, Blake Snell. There's my Ray. Yes, because he'll definitely be your last ray. <laughs> well, probably not. Knowing <laughs> who you'll take 90% of the time, he won't be your last ray. Trevor Bauer. There's my Indian. He's probably going to be my last Indian. Uh, Zach Davies. We're doing today. He's pitching great. It's fine. Justin Verlander, because you said it's today. He's got at least two years left. And my boy, everyone gave up on but me, Aaron Noah. And he still has a 4.4 ERA or whatever. Who? Noah, this season. Did you hear that? I did. Oh, sorry. Sorry? Okay, it's fine for the team. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not knocking him for the team. Maybe. Nola, I'm just saying. Oh. Like, oh, so you didn't hear me call you a jackass? No, I did. But oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I didn't think. It, I thought you meant it would knock the team. I don't know. I haven't evaluated all that yet. All right, so my backup catcher is Mitch Garver. Uh, Jose Ramirez is going to be on the bench as well. Oh, my God, I made a mistake. My backup infield is going to be Gene Segura. Bryce Harper, you're on the bench. I'm so sorry. I feel terrible. I feel awful. He doesn't deserve to be on the bench. But the makeup of this team is just... So bad. Gene Segura is your backup infielder, and who's the shortstop? Huh? Oh, you, shoot! You put Gene Segura on the bench. No, my bad. I completely forgot I did that. So, Starlin Castro, there's my Astro, uh, Marlon. So, Gene Segura still start. Yeah, okay. I, for, I didn't. I didn't realize I picked him. Could have gone. I could have gone William Thomas, Harper, and who the hell should I put? You know what? Just to just to make you laugh your little asshole, I'm gonna take the guy you think I'm gonna take. Oh, you are. I'll take Kevin Kiermaier just to prove you right because I, I don't know who I would have taken. You know what? I'm not. I take that back. I'm not going to take him. I'm going to take Lorenzo Kane because he's the same thing and he can hit 300. All right. 
7, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, uh, My long reliever, Garrett Cole. This bullpen is gonna be flipping bad, man. So I'm gonna take Jose Al um, Alvarado. Alvarado. Bay. Astros. I'll take Robert Ozuna. David Robertson. I trust you with my life. Even though you'll make it in the same times. <laughs> what relief pitcher doesn't? <laughs> Charles Chapman. True. Brad Hand. Okay, you have two spots left. Mm. I'm just looking this up because it is very possible that I am forgetting somebody. And for those of you crying that I'm going over right now, I have permission from the boss. So, pipe down. How's that sound? Hmm? Let me just take a quick look because I really, really think I am forgetting somebody. And I really, really do not want to do that. This is hard, man. This bullpen's bad. Only there was a dominant guy in this freaking list. Are you doing it just for the build-up? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think if I could picture him, he'd kind of look like Noah Syndergaard with that long, long hair. I'd want him lefty, though. Left is more dominant. He throw fast too, like a hundred miles an hour. And he actually would know how to sequence his pitches. <laughs> yeah. And he's versatile. Yes. Is. Too bad there's nobody like that on this list. Oh, you know what? Hector Narisi's on this list. Oh God. <laughs> I'll take Hector Narisi. Cody out. <laughs> what? Cody Allen's a phenomenal quote. We both think he's overrated. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I, this is the most obvious one. I, I like when I, when I first got this list, 
I instantly knew Christian Yelich, and I instantly knew my closer was going to be Josh Hader. I, it, it's, it was. Those are the two locks when I heard these teams. All right. Well, again, the grudge against the Indians continues. Why is Francisco Lindor nowhere near this team? Segura's having a better year, and I needed a Segura's Marlin. not the problem. Sterling Castro is my Marlin. Yeah, but let me look at this. A lot of these random newer bullpen guys. Blake Parker. Jose Alvarado, who is having a good year, so I'm not going to knock that at all. But you couldn't have pulled a Marlin out of the bullpen from, from there? They have two guys that are actually having decent seasons. Decent uh, season? Yeah. Blake Parker's ERA is 1-1. It is. They have a... They have Stop. Austin Bryce, who has, in 11 games, 1.89 ERA. Stop. And another reliever with a 2.61 in... Is it Tyro Guerrero? I'm still trying to figure out this first name. That, I don't know if it's Tehran, Tehran Guerrero, that are both having good seasons. And again, you could have always taken your boy, too, Caleb Smith, who's also having a very good season. So I'm just surprised you went in that direction and left off Lindor, because again, I do still think the combination, especially with all the newer, like, more... Random relievers. And yeah, you took two breakout guys. I'm not saying you didn't. Alvarado's having a nice season, and as is Parker. I'm just, again, surprised that you wouldn't consider their breakouts as well and leave out who I think is the best shortstop in baseball and is, to most people, a top three. Hmm, just bizarre. It's not really bizarre. I had to take a Marlin, and Stolen Castro by far is the best Marlin. Okay. Now, here's the other thing. If you're not gonna leave, if you're not gonna do what I said with the relievers, why oh, do you not. need Byron Buxton then? If you have Lorenzo Cain, they're basically the same player, and Buxton's always hurt. I want six out. I want five out. Yeah, but besides... If Kane starts over Buxton, you wouldn't complain. That's not my problem. I'm. It's 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 Lindor. I'm just saying that why you're leaving him off this team is... He wouldn't start. Well, personally, I think he should, but... Segura is better than Lindor. Okay, fine. If you don't want to start him, fine, but at least have him on your team. Like, it's not like Byron Buxton's having this drastically good season where you have to add him in, too, and... Based on the structure of this team, whoa, besides, whoa, whoa, besides whoa, Bryce Harper... Whoa, 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 Since when did you become Mike Guido? I'm not being Mike Guido. You are. You're telling me to take the best defensive outfielder off my team because he's not hitting, like, 250. Like No, Lindor. I'm saying you could take the best defensive outfielder off your team because you have another player similar to him, and you're leaving off a great defensive shortstop and a bunch of other things shortstop. Segura is just as good defensively as Lindor is, and he's going to hit 300. And Lindor can hit 300, too. No, he, he hasn't. He did early in his career. He didn't last year, but he did early in his career. And this year, he's struggling dramatically. Because he, he just came back from injury. So what? So he's injury-prone. I, listen. 
No, he's not. That was this was his first major injury. Oh, I'm saying. Let's just look up. I guarantee you, Lindor's numbers are closer to Byron Buxton's than you think. Lindor, two. Oh wow, actually no, two ninety six. Playing twenty six games. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even considering. Two sixty two and forty four games, and he's the best defensive outfielder in baseball. Not named Kevin Kiermaier, and you could argue he's better than Kevin Kiermaier. So I don't really understand what your grudge. Is. My grudge is the fact that you have Lorenzo Cain, who does the same thing, and still hits cl usually close to three hundred. Is a very good playoff player. I, 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 we all know the ups for Lorenzo Cain. He's a similar kind of player where I don't think you need that twice. And besides Bryce Harper, who is kind of injury prone, you, your other outfielders are definitely not injury prone. Yelich is very durable, and Springer has been very durable throughout his career. So I don't know why you need five outfielders and you're going to leave off the talent if you're going to do it in that way. So I don't think you're losing. I think you're, or I think you're losing a lot not having him on your team when he's that good of a shortstop. Even if you do want to start Segura, fine, but... So a backup shortstop is more valuable than a guy that can start in the outfield? But you have a guy that can start in the outfield. You have two other guys that can start in the outfield. That's what I'm saying. So and why do you need... In the National League, why do you need, depth is more important than infield depth. Why do you... Yeah, but why are you leaving off talent? To, I'm not Regardless of the talent. position... Mitch Gar you need two catchers, all right? I'm not knocking Mitch no, Garver. No, no, but hear me out. Hear me out. So Garver and Romuto are locks, right? Sure. Hoskins can play the outfield, too, but I need Sticks his bat. Sticks yeah, fine. I need his bat, so I put okay, him at first. fine. Altuve's a lock, I, uh, right? Sure. Bregman is better than Ramirez, right? I'm not knocking that at all. Okay. Fine. Segura, you're fine with all my team, so that's fine. Yelich, Springer, Harper, and Kane are locks, right? Yes. Okay. So what we're arguing about here is what? That I added Byron Buxton? Uh, it's either that or the relief pitcher thing. If you're going to bank on overperforming relief pitchers, which you have two of them here, again, good ones. You told me to add two other guys. No, I said one other guy. Just, right. Be, just as your Marlin. But you named two. No, I named two guys that you could have considered is what I'm saying. One has better numbers. One has a stronger sample size to base it on but both have done well so I'm saying instead of having Castro in that case who's another infielder if you want to have your five outfielders then you could do that instead if you're using the theme of overperforming relief pitchers with Alvarado and Parker so either one of those things you could have done to keep Lindor on that team. I just think he's too good of a player to leave off. I don't think Foyer said how good John Gene Segura is. I but Gene Segura was not my knock. <laughs> 323, four home runs, 50, 20 RBs. He's hits. fine. I'm not. Gene Segura was never my, lot, my problem with this. But. If you even left him starting because he's having a better season, okay, fine. But the management of the where you put the Marlin to just take him out is strange to me. 
deal with it, I guess is the best way I can say. Alright, well. You now you'll get your A minus instead of an A plus. Then. What the hell? Why? Yeah, yeah. Why? 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 You left off a great player. I'm sorry. You're not you're not. No, I any... didn't! Yeah, you did. You know what? Just for paying this, I'm gonna take off Strong Castor and I'm gonna take Jason Kipnis. Well then you'll be ineligible. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, pettiness was benching Vlad Jr. yesterday. <laughs> that was pettiness. Yes. <laughs> yes it was. Alright, so last one before we go is NBA. So seven. Seven teams once again. Your NBA theme for today. Seven teams, 12 players. Yep, seven teams for 12 players. Uh, NBA, we, we mentioned that the the all-NBA teams came out today. Mm-hmm. So we're doing... All seven teams that are represented? No. All seven teams that were the draft pick before those players were drafted. <laughs> <laughs> now, some of them are represented in these other... All NBA teams and two teams even did it twice. So, your teams are the Minnesota Timberwolves, as we all know, for passing on Steph Curry twice. And I believe they also passed on uh, Giannis as well. They drafted Shabazz Muhammad instead of Giannis. I think that was the other one. The Utah Jazz who drafted Gordon Hayward and passed on Paul George. The Memphis Grizzlies for drafting Hashim Tavitz and passing on James Harden. (laughs) I don't blame them. Yes, because Hashim Tavitz is a great player. Well, no, I think he's out of the league, but still. (laughs) It's Hashim Tavitz. All right. uh, He's the beat. The Sacramento Kings. Oh, here's the problem. For drafting Thomas Robinson and passing on. I'm still trying to figure that out. Is it, oh, it was Damian Lillard. Passing on Damian Lillard. Mm. The Portland Trailblazers, as many people know, for drafting Greg Oden and passing on Kevin Durant. Mm. The Houston Rockets. Oh. Yeah, so you might have to use. James Harden for passing. I'm still trying to pull that up. Uh, it was a, another second guy. And I'll just say your last team. No. Jokic was this guy, the Milwaukee Bucks. For in the second. He was a second round pick. I forget who it is, but those are your seven teams. The Bucks? Yep. Milwaukee Bucks. So inherently, you get some of the teams on the All NBA team list, and they're from passing on other years. Here we go. Now, am I building for this year or what? You're building for the future. Ricky Rubio. <laughs> right. Starting point guard. <laughs> so De'Aaron Fox, you're the king. Problem is, you're not going to play because Damian Lillard is also. Donovan Mitchell. 
you're coming. Holland Towns, you're coming. Freak Freak, you're coming. CJ McCollum, you're coming. Gobert plays for the Jazz. Yeah. Gobert, you're coming. Andrew Wiggins, you're coming. You know what? Then I'm not going to take Darren Fox. I'm going to take Marvin Bradley. Oh, actually, my bad. The Bucks were for passing on Joel Embiid and taking Jabari Parker. It was the Timberwolves who passed on Nikola Jokic for Glenn Robinson. Good college player, not good NBA player. Come on. Ooh. I'm going to just say this name to make you mad. I'm going to take Joakim Noah. Oh, my God. Wow. You just went there. No, I'm kidding. Um, Avery yeah. Bradley, you're... You're automatically getting a C if you get Joakim Noah on your team. I think if I get a C with Joakim Noah, it'd be an accomplishment. <laughs> just because the rest of your team is as good as it gets right now. One, two... And I'm also oh crap. I'm also gonna take our Bledsoe defense purpose. No, I'm not. Wait, yes. Crap. No, I'm not gonna take our Bledsoe. I'm sorry. Bledsoe is three guards. I don't need three guards. I am going to take Dante James DeVincenzo. That's what I'm going to do. DeVincenzo. That's 2, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I need one more. Yep. And I'm going to talk about a guy that we took yesterday, and actually he's going to be on this list twice because I'm going to take Nikola Murkic. All right, I'm still just trying to figure out Avery Bradley's age. Hold on. 
that does make a difference in this. He's young. He's only been in the league eight years. Uh, yeah, he's 28. Okay, that's fine then. All right, yeah, because I was just checking, obviously, because he was your grizzly. I was just checking that he wasn't too old where I would have to worry about that. All right, uh, looks very good. Obviously, the starting lineup is as good as it gets. I like your your bench depth as a whole. You got a good mixture of shooters. You got two very good, obviously, from the Bucks shooters. Obviously, James Harden <laughs> on your bench is, I guess, your sixth man role in this. I think mm -hmm. you, have, you have a very good mixture of everything, and you got a defensive guard, too, in Bradley, which I think is a very good fit. You got good young players across the board. The reason I was looking at it is you also could have, could have considered the Grizzlies youngster, Jaron Jackson, as well. Uh, you could have considered him if you wanted a, a future guy, but Bradley is still young, so he's just fine. So, you get your A-plus for this one. Booyah! the best for last is what they say right um yeah so i was told to keep going till 10 30 so i have to bs now for 10 minutes well i have to set up his show too though so no he said stop it at 10 30 oh really mm -hmm. okay <laughs> so um yeah did you have oh you know what let's go around the world in sports we haven't done that, that. is a good idea so let me just quickly quickly bring up the scoreboards for everybody uh, most of baseball is over, so we'll start with basketball. Unless you want to hear about the Charles Schwab Challenge in Fort Worth, Texas right now at the Colonial County Club. Um, Tony Finanu is leading the day with a minus six. Uh, tied for second are Roger Sloan, the Canadian golfer, along with Jordan Spieth. And then tied for fourth are J.J. Henry and Scott Brown as America represents four of the five golfers leading the tournament. You can follow that on Golf Network and CBS. HQ? No, CBS. That's all. Oh, it's on um, main CBS? Wow. Yeah. Apparently. I, who, who, who really cares? Um, the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks in Game 5 are leading the Toronto Raptors 75-72. You can see that either at Drake's house party he's throwing right now or – TNT and, and watch the Milwaukee Bucks fans be petty towards Drake because it's funny. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. And um, most of baseball is over, so we're going to update the game that is going on currently. The Chicago White Sox are up four nothing in the top of the eighth over the Houston Astros. Um, that's an interesting game. Earlier today, the New York Mets beat the Washington Nationals six to four. Carlos Gomez. Coming back to stardom a little bit, a three-run homer. <laughs> so let's give the Mets the lead. Yes. Uh, the New York Yankees also took care of business earlier today. Uh, the bullpen really held their own 6-5 to five over the Orioles. I believe our Errol Marks has arrived. The Pittsburgh Pirates have beat the Colorado Rockies 14-6. to six, And I am right on the money as Run DMC is here. The Boston Red Sox beat the Toronto Blue Jays 8-2. to two. The Miami Marlins beat the Detroit Tigers in what should have been a fantastic baseball game. Uh, five to two at Comerica Park. The Washington Nationals are not in this segment anymore, but Bryce Harper and the Philadelphia Phillies beat the Chicago Cubs nine seven. The Braves beat the Giants in the only game that went extra innings today. Uh, they went thirteen five to four over the Giants. The Twins put up a football score on the uh, Angel Angels of Anaheim sixteen to seven, and the Tampa Bay Rays and Matt beat Harvey the got Cleveland Indians. 
seven to two. And Speedy, what are your parting words about and your former ace? Matt Harvey got shelled again, leading to the chance of pitch lefty by the Angels fans. <laughs> that was great. And that is all for the home stretch. Uh, below the mic is up next with none other than the man himself, Arrow Marks. Uh, I know you did. That's why I said it. I made him smile, ladies and gentlemen. It's very rare that he smiles, so I'm very happy to give him that pleasure. Um, yeah, so Arrow Marks, um, if you want to laugh and cry and scream at Arrow Marks for the next two hours, I highly recommend doing so. It is a can't-miss event on below the mic. And uh, Speedy, uh, we're in the end game now, buddy. <laughs> he still doesn't get what that means. It's great. He just still does not get it. It is freaking fantastic. <laughs> it is freaking fantastic. Oh, boy. So we're going to be back every day, Monday through Friday. No. I'm sorry. Every day, Tuesday through Friday. It's just a habit. I'm terribly sorry. I keep saying Monday through Friday. I don't want to mislead you at all. Unless, of course, you think Kevin Durant's leaving Golden State, then I want to mislead you as much as humanly possible. But we're here every day, Tuesday through Friday, 8 to 10 p.m. Again, if you want to join the conversation at all, please feel free to call in. Again, leave your comments and uh, give us feedback. If you don't like what we're doing, I'll change it, and I'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. How's that sound? Um, so, Speedy, I think it's time we say goodbye to these yep. amazing Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a glorious night. And we're going to bid you adieu now in the home stretch. Um, Arrow Marks again below the mic up next. He's got something up his sleeve. No, literally, he's got something up his sleeve. I can see him from here. There's something in his jacket. I don't know what it is. I'm thinking it's either a demotion or like an all-expense-paid pass to Disneyland. <laughs> is it Disneyland? If only you knew. Oh, if only I knew. I guess that means it's not Disneyland. So I guess that's my cue now. See ya! You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.